Hello and welcome to Beyond the Screen, the show about nothing. <laughs> to talk about movies. The show wow, where, uh, so exciting. The show where every episode we say this is going to be a short, but it's never a short. Most, as always, I'm I'm here. I'm a co-host, and I am always joined, usually, <laughs> always usually joined by Sarah. Sarah. Hello, it's going. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. What else is new? And Mike. Mike, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. It's been a while. It's been, been a while. Uh, yeah, it's been a little bit. I mean, I was gone last week. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, you were gone. Man. Sarah and I had a short show. <laughs> oh, was it? I wasn't even paying attention. You know what? I actually think it was shorter than we normally do. Yeah, I it think it was like an hour and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a little bit longer than an hour and a half. It's up. I can look oh. right now. Live on oh. the air. Let's see. Okay, I'm saying 140. You're saying 140? All yeah. Right. Uh, let me go to the Mercury the Movie Blog podcast feed. In the 140 and some change. Um, I need I to know I need true. to archive it and then look at it again. Cause... Wow, okay. Wait, because... <laughs> let me do it. Because I, I started listening to a bit of it. Um... Uh, one hour and 39 minutes. Okay, you were closer than I was. Hey! That's still shorter. We're usually like two hours. The one with David B... It was two, two hours. <laughs> the one before that was 154, and the first one was 136, so it's actually our second longest show. And this one's going to be the longest ever. We're going three and a half hours, baby. This is the Irishman of the honest. No, it's not. I'll disconnect. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I like that movie. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I liked that movie, too. I really uh, what, 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 what happened? Uh, I actually have a story uh, right. that my friend told me today. I'm going to take out names, but you guys might find it funny. My friend, uh, my friend lives with, <laughs> my friend lives with his sister's ex-husband. His sister's ex-husband lives in that the house, right? Mm-hmm. And the other day, my friend came home uh, from work, I think, or something. He was out with another friend of ours and he came home. And he, when he was parking his car, he saw a cop car drive by, mm-hmm. right? He saw a cop car drive by. He goes inside, he goes upstairs, he goes into his room, he sees a cop car drive by again. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the one of the kids we went to the high school with, who is a year older than us, is now a city cop. Mm-hmm. So the kid, the guy who is now a city cop calls my friend and he says, hey man, uh, are you home? <laughs> and my friend goes, yeah he's like cool 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 uh do you know this guy and he gives a name mm-hmm. this is my friend's sister's ex-husband his like, roommate yeah. yeah his roommate well, okay. well we'll say roommate it'll be quicker his roommate uh so he says yeah yeah I, he lives here and he goes ah oh, cool 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 is he there and my friend's like yeah and he's like cool cool we have a warrant for his arrest <gasps> oh my god so my friend is like okay okay cool he's like yeah we're out front and he and my friend's like yeah i think i saw you drive by and he's like yeah yeah cool can you come let us in they can't just come in oh they could have but i the the cop recognized the address and called my friend instead of just 
Um, you know, making a big it. scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a very nice thing to do. It was a cool yeah. thing to do. So, you know, my friend goes down and lets him in. But uh they they take they take his roommate. Uh I guess it was like a, a bench warrant. It wasn't it wasn't anything massive. It was yeah. He didn't show up to court for like something. Uh but once 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 like a little bit of time passes and the cop sends a Snapchat to my friend that just it's a picture of the police station and he goes, Just dropped him off. Thanks, man. Oh my gosh. I I just I just oh. heard this story like an hour ago and I had to tell it without any names, obviously, but I just oh thought that was God. really a really funny story. Um That's nuts. I find it funny. I don't know. Uh, I might no, it's funny. That's just nice. yeah. I like the, hey, you, you, you home? don't know what he did? Like, no, he what? said it was like a bench warrant. No. It was because like he didn't show up in court. Oh. It wasn't anything massive, you know? Do they have kids? Like he didn't pay his child support or something? No, like, I don't think that was that. It was probably yeah. a DUI or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. You guys ever have a cops come to your house? Um, Yes. Really? Wait, can you tell the story? Yeah. Okay, um, tell us. Okay, so I was house sitting for someone, um, and they had a dog, and I was staying there for like a week, I think, and it was the last night, and I'm I'm staying there by myself, and I'm real like skittish, like I don't, I make I go around and like check, make sure when I'm going to bed, all the doors are locked, mm. and like I'm t- I'm terrified that people are gonna break into the house if I'm alone. Like I'm just really like scared of that kind of stuff. So it was the last night, and I thought um, we're laying down, and the dog doesn't, but she was a pit bull. But they were like, she doesn't bark at night unless someone's trying to break in. Like, she's oh. usually pretty good. Like, she doesn't make noise unless someone's breaking in. And the good whole week that I was there, she made no noises at night. Okay. Like, she was fine. So she starts, free- it's 1 a.m. in the morning, she starts freaking out. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, freaking, like, barking and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay. So I go downstairs. And I instantly am freaked out because it's dark <laughs> downstairs. And I'm like, in my head, like, I'm going to see someone around the corner and all this stuff. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I go in the kitchen and I grab a knife because I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I need to protect myself. And I go and I look in the back in their back, like, mudroom. And um, to me, I I think that the door was unlocked. So mm. I'm freaking out. Because it was the opposite way than a normal lock is supposed to be. Okay. So in my head, I'm like, oh, the door's unlocked. And I look over to the basement, right across from it, and the basement door was open. And I closed it before I went to bed. So in my head, I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which the door, in hindsight, the door just, it's an old house. The door just kind of creaked open. And the door mm-hmm. is actually locked, but I thought it was open. I thought it was unlocked. It was 1 a.m. I was exhausted, whatever. So I'm like, I don't know if someone broke in or not. It's probably didn't, but I'm alone. <laughs> Chances are. So I'm like, I'm not going to call my parents. Because I didn't know what to do. So I'm like, do I call my parents? No, they're going to be pissed off. It's like 1 a.m. Like, I'm not going to call my parents. So I call the police. And I'm like, very calmly, like, I don't know if someone broke in or not. The dog's freaking out. The basement door's wide open. I'm pretty sure I closed it but I just want to make sure like I don't feel comfortable going down to the basement to check 
Uh And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we'll send someone over. We'll send a cop car over to check it out. We have uh, someone in that area. And I was like, okay. So I'm upstairs. So apparently there was two different units doing their rounds in that area. So like six cop cars show up (laughs) with the canine unit. Oh, my God. So I'm... In, like they come and they come up in the back. One unit shows up first, not the regular cops show up. And I'm, they're like, dog, dog, dog. And the dog's freaking out at this point. So I'm trying to yeah. hold her into the kitchen, close the door. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And they come in and I kind of explain what happens. So two of them go down to check the basement and they're kind of like, well, are you sure the dog wasn't just bark, like, wasn't barking? I was like, no, the dog doesn't bark as she's like behind me freaking out and I was like look I just wanted to make sure I didn't think 800 cops are going to show up so then the canine unit shows up and they (laughs) come in so we're in like a small little mud room and there's two in the basement that come up four in me in the mud room and then I look outside and there's other cops checking the outside (laughs) and I just see flashlights and I'm like oh my god the neighbors don't know and we're in like a residential area with like neighbors and houses and I'm like oh my god so then they come in and they start asking me and the other unit comes in and they're like what are you guys doing here and they're like well we were in the area and we answered they're like this isn't your section and they're like I don't so they start the one guy starts yelling at the other guy they get into a fight they, they, they get into a fight like, like you're in the wrong I'm, section I'm like oh my god and at this point I'm like oh my god I'm an idiot the lock was the wrong was correct but in my head so I figured out what's happening so I'm like oh my god I'm so stupid (laughs) like this is the worst so then one of the cops looks at me and goes how do I know you and I'm like (laughs) "Um." so half the cops went to Chick-fil-a where I worked almost (laughs) every day so I recognized half of them and I'm like oh my god oh no and I'm like I work at Chick-fil-a and all of a sudden I hear literally there's probably like 10 cops I hear like six of them go oh okay (laughs) and I'm like oh my god so the next time I went to work the one came up to me who was like real sarcastic and he comes up to me and he goes hey like how you doing like good he's like have any more cops show up? And my managers are like, what? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was like, Not oh, in the church God. of Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so I, every time I saw him, like a year after that, he was like, hey, like, how was the house sitting? Like, you good? You call any more cops? And I was like, oh, God, no. So, oh, so why did the dog freak out? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you said There's it didn't no freak out is- any other night? It did not freak. She did not freak out any other night. She, like yeah. maybe like a growl, but she was freaking out, like barking, would not calm down. And yeah, she was fine. And I've passed it for them a couple more times, and she's never done that. So I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. But uh, the people were not pleased. I mean, they were okay. They were okay with me calling the cops. With the one was like. I don't know. I was like, I know they're going to hear about it (laughs) from their neighbors why there was like eight cop cars outside, but I was like, oh no. (laughs) Um, Yeah. That was crazy. I've ridden in the back of a cop car. (laughs) Do you want to hear that? Okay, yeah, I also want to hear this story. Let's go. Well, that one's not as as exciting. And it was a sheriff. 
but was it just like you needed a ride yeah that's it mm-hmm. we were i was down in like um in mississippi we were on a mission a church mission trip okay i mean my mom and we like took a walk like down to the golf or whatever and it started pouring and the sheriff like saw us or caught what whatever whoever he was he saw us and it's we're standing there we're talking to him in his car and we're standing outside in the pouring rain he's just talking to us and we're like okay and it was it was like a two mile trek back to where we were and he was like oh you guys like i can give you guys a ride but you have to ride in the back and we're like okay it's the whole get up (laughs) and the doors you can't open them from the back so we pull up and it was a church where we were staying at so we pull up (laughs) and the people like see us pull up by that point it stopped raining and they see the sheriff pull up and we're in the back and it was me, my mom, and my dad were on the trip, and they run to my dad, and they're like, "Your your wife and daughter in the back of a sheriff's car," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> like, and uh, yeah, so we never heard left that down, but uh, that was interesting. You can't open the doors from the back, <laughs> so yeah, we had to get sense. out and walk around and let us out, and yeah, it was uh, it was an experience. <laughs> Mike, do you know about not being able to open up the doors from the back of a? Sheriff's I, car? Have you ever I been guess... in the back of a sheriff's car, Mike? No, 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 no. no. All right. Please right, we'll move on. You don't have to tell uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Please the fifth. Uh, okay, so <laughs> that was a cool little that was a cool little story. I wanted to share that. Maybe I'll tell you guys another story one time. My grandfather is uh, an interesting man, and he has lots of stories. Maybe I'll share one of those on the podcast one day, but we will not be doing that tonight. Mm-hmm. We've done enough storytelling tonight. Uh so, so let's start with you, Sarah. What did you uh, tell us another story? But this story, what did you do last week or this week? What I did guess? I? What did I? Oh, I worked. <laughs> oh, I Mike, what did you do this week? <laughs> um, yeah, Mike, what did you do this week? <laughs> um, actually, since I, I wasn't guess here. what the Bachelor is almost over. We have two Can more episodes of this season. I could. <laughs> oh. Then we have like four more shows. This actually, season. did you yeah, do anything actually, besides watch Bachelor and work? I told you I worked. I watched some things. Would you like to tell us about I the watched, things that you watched? Yes. Okay. Let me tell. I only watched a few things, so it'll be short this time. I promise. <laughs> so on my track of reality TV shows, I've been watching uh, Love Is Blind on Netflix, oh, which is blowing up everywhere. That. Yeah. Damn it, guys. <laughs> show is nuts i love it it's it's not as trashy as like bachelor or i mean it is but or like the circle or anything but uh, it's entertaining um okay that's enough on that um we watched a couple days ago my husband decided that he wanted to watch john wick which i have never seen i've only seen the first one well, we watched the first and second one back to oh. back. Okay, so here's the thing. I've never watched John Wick because, uh-huh. I mean, everyone knows because the dog oh, okay. fucking Obviously. dies. Yeah, um, and my, hus- my husband was like, it'll be fine. Like, just don't watch. Like, you don't see it, but you see him dead, but you don't oh. see it happen. Like, just watch. Oh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we're sitting there. I'm a very emotional person, if you guys can't tell. I get very Uh-oh. attached to animals. I'm very, uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. so we're sitting there. And, we're watching, and, my, and our dog is curled up right next to us. 
So oh. it's in there and we're watching it and I'm like, oh, the, the chick from Blue Blood, she just died. Okay, whatever, sad. And I'm like, oh, okay. Then you see this freaking puppy, which is the cutest puppy I've ever seen. Yep. Yep. I instantly lost it. No. I'm sobbing. My husband's <laughs> staring at me. I I was like, like hyperventilating, and I'm like, when's it gonna? Every time, like, Theon Greyjoy is the villain, which it makes sense. Every time. Mm. It, like it, it literally happens in like I'm spoiling whatever in the first like ten minutes, but the whole time I'm like, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? He's like, just calm down, like watch, and I'm like, I'm like sobbing, I'm like crying, I'm like the poor dog didn't have a chance, and he's like, babe, it's it's the dog doesn't die, like didn't really die, it's it's a movie, it's okay, and I'm like, it was so young, <laughs> I was like, I was like it wasn't fair, it was so pure, and he's like, it's it's okay. We had to stop the movie so I could calm down because wow. I was crying so much. So then that was before anything even happened. Like that was when the right. dog was in the car <laughs> when he first meets it. Like nothing happened. It was not in danger. Like it was fine. So then it starts to kind of pick up, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I cannot watch this. So I got up and left and went to the bathroom for about. He was like, okay, you can come back. And I was like, okay. And then we were fine. But um, yeah, it was. <laughs> that was rough. I'm be honest. If you like Lord. animals, do just skip. You'll pick up on the plot. Just skip the first like ten minutes. <laughs> like um, but I really like the movie. I really like the second one too. I was a little bit more confused by the second one, and I don't. Okay, here's my thing with the second one. I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. Well, maybe I am, but whatever. Um, right. Ruby Rose's character. I do not understand why they casted her, except for the fact that they were trying to get people to watch her movie, watch her in this movie, and it really ticks me off. Cause yeah, that's I don't know if it's a spoiler or not, but like it's just frustrating. Um, anyway, but the the action's incredible. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. It's it's just like oh this is. I mean, there were shots that we were like, oh, like, you're just visually like, oh, my God, like, this is rough. Um, And I don't like a lot of, like, gore and violence, mm-hmm. and this movie is all gore and violence, but it's mm-hmm. also tastefully done that I'm not, like, uh-huh. I don't know, like, it, it was, I liked, it, it was fine. I think at one point I was just kind of zoned out, though, because I'm like, there's so much death <laughs> happening <laughs> that you just kind of get desensitized after a while and you're like okay all right but i really like the plot i like that it's very simple like these guys hurt his dog <laughs> so now he's gonna hurt them like i really i like that it's it was just simple and to the point and we didn't have to think too hard um yeah it kind of reminded me of like mission impossible for some reason i don't know why <laughs> just the <laughs> idea of like I don't. I have no idea, but I got like violent Mission Impossible vibes watching these. <laughs> watching this. Maybe the third one, specifically the third one. Um. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's all I watched, except for the movies that we'll talk about later. But that's yeah, all we'll I talk about those later. Uh, Mike, what did you do this week? Uh, it was a crazy week as usual. Um, it's usually the case. Uh, of course, Sean and Sean and I. I would like to say this on this podcast. We uh, just wrapped up season one of Into the Grid this week, so yes, so that was a very big thing this week. It was like, wow, 
be very impactful. 34 episodes um, of the show. Yeah. Wow. 34 yeah. episodes. Uh, we're still we're still going. We still got other stuff coming. We got a oh, uh, yeah. a week of like hiatus bonus episodes, or sorry, a month of them, and then uh, and then we're starting up another season. So yeah, but 34 yeah. episodes in the bag. It's uh, yep. It's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. into the grid. Just uh, go follow Twitter. I go into the grid. Yeah, renewed for season two by Mike and I because we're the only ones that need to decide whether it continues or not. Yep. Um, cancel. Yep. No, okay. <laughs> you can't make that decision. You can't. You cannot. Um, well, you're right. So, I last week I did watch the movie we're going to talk about later for our movie uh, exchange, but I decided to follow that that the movie pick with another Noah Baumbach film. Oh, I saw you tweet about this. So I, I was on Amazon Prime. And actually, I think I had him a watch list for a while. It was the the Squid and the Whale. Um, yeah, what is this? Tell so me, tell me more. Uh, this is yet another Noah Baumbach film. I guess that he directed. I've noticed if you look at his filmography, he's collaborated with Wes Anderson quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he co-written like Steve uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Sisu with Wes Anderson. <laughs> he, he also wrote Madagascar three to pay for his divorce. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He co-wrote that. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen that one. So I've seen that one in the theaters actually. <laughs> of course, um, he did. But then he also co-wrote uh, Fantasmic Mr. Fox with Wes, Wes Anderson, yeah. and so Wes Make Anderson. So Wes Anderson produced The Squid and the Whale, and actually Noah Baumbach wanted Wes Anderson to direct this, but Wes is like, hey, why don't you direct this film because it feels so personal to you, because this is another autobiographical film about his life, mm-hmm. which is about uh, his parents' divorce. <laughs> so <laughs> we have a, a film oh. about his parents' divorce, and now you have their story, which is about his divorce, so whoa. Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly yeah. about his divorce. Yeah. With, with some minor details, yeah, but still, they're both divorce movies. Of course, having yeah. of course, having divorced parents, I I was an emotional wreck through uh, The Squid and the Whale, because I was like, oh my god, what's going on with this movie? Mm-hmm. It's uh, It stars Jeff Daniels, I'm trying to think. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is in this. Oh. Yeah, he plays the son. And uh, I'm trying to think of any of those. Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Yeah. Yeah. She she she's the wife. Yep. And yeah, there's another one I can't remember either because. Uh, so yeah, it's just all about the, there's two sons and the parents are getting divorced and they just experience this whole divorce together and the young kid which he has not acted since then from this movie he is wow. fucked up this kid is fucked up this movie after the divorce like he starts like looking in the mirror and like shirtless and starts drinking beer what <laughs> and, then, no, okay. and then and then actually he starts to um uh rub it out in public more like in the Ooh, library wow. he goes in, in oh. the corner in the library oh, yeah. and starts to rub it out and then wipe his no oh, no we're yeah, canceled now wipe... we're canceled yeah. now <laughs> all right all right josh now pg <laughs> <laughs> josh I, 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 off. I, it was not... 
yeah, he, he does wipe his yeah yeah books, we get he, it. like does the same. He wipes he wipes it on the lockers and at oh, school. Oh God! And then the, the puck. Yeah, this I know this kid is like so. It's like very. You said this was autobiographical like, of him. <laughs> so I, so it wasn't Noah Baumbach. Like, no, no. There's like some things, uh, not the because I think he had a brother somewhere. I don't know. It, okay. it's, it was the brother. To, a, to 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 a point. To a point. I'm not saying it's not 100, percent but there's like some things that are from his life in the movie. So, the, yeah, that kid is just really screwed me up. But it's like, um, the other thing, if you've seen the film Fly Away Home, which I'm is not. another, it's another Jeff Daniels film. Uh, he, and a, and a young kid, a young daughter, I think it's Anna Paquin. Okay. Anna, that's the, yeah, Anna Paquin's also in the Screw in the Whale. But Fly Away Home, they also starred first, and Jeff Daniels was a father, and a Paquin was the daughter, and they had to take care of these geese to fly south for the winter. Okay. It's like a family film. But so they come back in this film. It's a little awkward now because Jeff Daniels. Is, yeah, she, yep. she, oh. She, uh, Anna Paquin is in this film, and she ends up like living with dad while he's divorced and because she's a college student and he's a professor. Uh, Ooh. so he's, he gets drunk one night and he starts to like get smoothie with her. And it's just in mm-hmm. like behind the scenes, Jeff Daniels was like, it got really weird because their previous relationship from the first film they did together. So oh, it yeah. was like, <laughs> so it was like, like I got really like, oh no, it's ruined forever. Damn it! Why'd you do this, Noah Baumbach? Why'd you cast them together again? Damn you! Yeah, it just ends very weirdly. Just yep, yeah, just like yep, yeah, we just have to deal with the divorce. And they, there's a lot of swearing in this. I swear to God, there's a lot of swearing. I'm Jesse sure. Eisenberg swears like, and the kid swears. And oh, you know what? I think um. One of the Baldwin brothers actually is in this film too. Like, oh, okay. Like, um, Daniel Baldwin plays like the a tennis instructor, and <laughs> Laura Linney actually hooks up with him later in the film after the divorce. So, and oh, the last thing that oh, that's what happens at the end. It was so weird at the end. It just it just ends at a, a, abruptly. It just ends like there's like I don't no like when movies do that. Well, it we'll, does. It just we'll talk about so... something like that with Marriage Story. Marriage yeah, story kind of just so, ends. Sort of, sort of, but I kind of spoiler shot. No, it's but 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 with the the squid. Oh, no, kind of. Maybe not actually. No, actually, the squid and the whale actually ties into what happens in the final scene of the film, mm-hmm. and it just ends just like that. I don't know. I would recommend a double feature with Marriage Story just to see. Oh God! I don't know if I can ever watch that movie. Oh my! <laughs> I don't know. It's I kind seven, of eight. want to. But it's I mean, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. it it's interesting, I say, because it's also set in the '80s. There's like like '80s music in the background playing here and there, and you see like '80s references here and there. It's a very. It's. I will say, the Squid and the Whale is a Wes Anderson film directed by mm-hmm. Noah Baumbach because the dialogue is very much like a Wes Anderson film. So, uh-huh. but yet the direction style is Noah Baumbach, but. Mind you, he produced it, so you see the little hints of Wes Anderson-isms in the film. So it is just a mix between Noah and Wes, so. Hmm. I don't know, I 
guess if you're interested, just watch it because I got fucked up after that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it sounds like an intense movie. It's just weird. Very weird. Other than that, I I try to watch stuff here and there, but mm-hmm. um, I got lost in the week, so. Yeah. Same. You also have another thing going on. I think we could talk about this. You've made a Twitter account for People are talking about it. I think you're oh. starting a new podcast, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, can we so... talk about it, or do I need to cut yeah. this out? No, 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 no. I can, no, I can announce it, uh, okay. because by the time this comes out, I think we'll probably record it by the time this comes out. So, um, so I, I okay, I guess I'll say I, this week I actually started to watch another show, and it's, I got, I discovered a American adaptation of Kamen Rider, um, Kamen Rider Dragon Knight. It came out in like 2008, 2009 on CW, and I started to watch it. And all of a sudden, uh, actually, Sean's friend, that, yeah, friend of mine. Uh, yeah, friend of his is Tyler, and he's tweeted out, like, I need to talk to about Kamen Rider, you know, KR, <laughs> man. I want to talk to somebody with a podcast, you know. And I was like, nobody else is replying. I was just like, no. hey. I just, oddly enough, I just started watching this American adaptation of Kamen Rider, you know? Let me, I want to explore more Takusa shows, you know? Some Taku stuff, man. Uh, for Sarah, it's like, it's, it's like uh, Power Rangers. Oh, another one? Just <laughs> kidding, I'm just like, kidding. Hey, look, I'm not going to be on that one. <laughs> no, I'll come because, on, I don't know what it is. No, no, you'll be even more because... Tyler's actually taking me through the show because he's seen a few of the seasons. And, of course, in between we'll do the stuff he hasn't seen either. But it's actually the original Japanese show we're watching. Because, mind you, Kamen Rider didn't have a lot of American adaptations like Power Rangers. It only had, like, two. So, mm. um, yeah, we immediately uh, got together. We talked and figured the details out. And yeah, it's actually, we just came up with a name. He's like, as a friend of his actually <laughs> joked, like, we should call, it should be called Rider Die. Rider Die. <laughs> as in Rider Die from oh. Fast and Furious. So, Rider Die. Rider Die. Rider Die. die. Rider Die. Rider Die. Uh, it's, if you want to f- uh, follow the, the uh, Twitter, if you want to, we, I just started to. Uh, we started to build something up. He's, he's he did all the designs for the logo, the banner. That's he's awesome. he's it looks he's he's badass to be honest. It's his podcast, but I'm co-hosting. I'm riding along, hand hand oh, yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, so it's at Rider Die Podcast on Twitter. If you want to follow that, I think the anchor. I told him to use anchor because we use that for uh, yeah into the grid. So it'd be the same thing depending on where it's being published but i will let you guys know all about that but yeah i'm gonna watch some Kamen rider well here every week uh i just went to twitter to to check the app for you uh i can tell you guys premieres march 12th 2020 apparently Ooh, we have a date they post on the ride or die twitter account <laughs> that says it premieres march 12th 2020 so so yeah, uh, yeah. that'll be this will come out hopefully beginning of next week so that means that uh that'll be about a week and a half or not even sorry oh yeah about a week and a half it'll be about a week and a half after that you guys can find the first episode of ride or die that's very exciting mike yeah it's so i'll be watching power rangers uh every week i'll be watching king and rider every week and then i'll be doing this show every week so 
I am booked three days. I'm busy. I'm booked three days podcasting. Ugh. It's crazy. Ugh. So, oh, I'm, oh, we're having, I'm having fun too. Uh, you got anything else, Mike? Um, what was I going to say? There's nothing. No, no. Like I said, it, it just the week caught up with me. I didn't have time to like watch anything in particular that's worth mentioning or talking about fully. Fair enough, man. Uh, I read a lot this week. Uh, not books, really? uh, comics. I actually read. Uh, I read a a how do I manga manga a manga manga a manga? A manga a manga. Yeah. Well, I've been reading a manga for the last couple of weeks. Um, my friends and I. My friend is a big Soul Eater fan. Okay. Uh-huh, okay. And so I'm not a big anime or big manga guy. I, I've watched right. Dragon Ball and that's about it. Uh, <laughs> and some other anime here and there that I thought was okay. But my friend started, well, there's a bit of a longer story to this. I wanted to start a book club because I love to read, but I find a hard time motivating myself to read. Mm. My friend is the same way. So I was like, dude, we should start like a book club with our friends because we all want to read, but we have a hard time motivating ourselves to read so we can all motivate each other to read. And he's like, that's a great idea, but I don't think I'm going to have the time. And then like two weeks later, he messaged me and he was like, I'm starting a soul leader book club. Do you want to be involved? So motherfucker <laughs> took my idea. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, whatever, fine. So I, I, we did this weird thing where I started reading it and I was on discord with him when I started reading it and I just started reading it out loud and I was doing stupid voices for everybody. And so I read the entire first volume, a volume of the, of the, of the manga on discord doing stupid voices for every character as I read it. And then the next week. So last week uh, I got, I came, I got on discord and I was talking and my friend was, there were a bunch of us there and we were all doing the book club thing. And we were like, well, what if we each take a different character? And so we did our own performance of the manga. Hmm. And we're oh. we're kind of planning on doing that for every vo- volume of the manga as That's the book fun. club goes on. So I think tomorrow night we're going to get together again. We've kind of put out we put out together like a cast list while we were reading yesterday. Or sorry, uh, last week. And we'll, you know, add characters as they get introduced. And people will, you know, do that. So, uh. I don't know, Mike, if you know anything about Soul Eater. I've but... I've I've heard of it. It's it's been okay. floating around, and I've a lot of people in high school read a lot of mangas, and they Soul Eater was the one that was tossed around a lot. Yeah, so... it's, it's, I'm liking it. Uh, I'm just my friend was like, you have to play this character because they're you, uh, and that character's name is Death the Kid. Uh, uh... And Death of the Kid is obsessed with symmetry, and he's like Uh, a badass, but if something is not symmetrical, he shuts down. uh, So he's like, he's like in this last volume that we read, volume two, uh, he's fighting one of the other characters, Soul, and he is, or it's Soul and, uh, it's Soul and Blackstar. He's fighting them, and he's kicking the shit out of them, and then one of them cuts his hair. So his hair is no longer symmetrical and he just flops onto his knees and he's like, he's beating his fist against the ground. And he's like, if I'm not symmetrical, I don't deserve to exist. And it it was, it was, uh, it's wacky and it's fun and I'm really enjoying it. So I read that. I, I read the manga adaptation because I was in the mood for it. There's a manga adaptation of a Star Wars book. My favorite Star Wars book, Lost Stars. 
I read the manga adaptation of that and I cried again reading that because Lost Stars is such a oh god this book is so good the manga was also very good guys should read Lost Stars best Star Wars story since Return of the Jedi Uh, I know what I said Uh, okay I honestly rank it higher than most of the movies in terms of goddamn Ewoks Uh, I love the Ewoks to be honest, it might be higher than The Last Jedi. Whoa. That's a great endorsement. I, I love it so much. It's it's a it's a YA novel in quotation marks. Uh, I don't love the whole stigma against YA novels because I think some of yeah. them are pretty good. Uh, this one is about two characters who grow. It's kind. It's like a adventure romance type thing. Because it's two characters, they grow up together on the planet Jellican. One of them is like a high class, one of them is low class. The Empire takes over the planet while they're kids, and then they both join the Imperial Academy together. They grow up together, they become pilots, they become officers, and then one of them defects and joins the Rebellion. Mm-hmm. And it's it's about them going through the events of the original trilogy pretty much on opposite sides of the war. Wow. Uh, I'm intrigued. That's awesome. It's really good. There's that one scene. So cool. It's 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 a great it's great because it really humanizes the Imperial soldiers. Yeah. Uh because because one of the characters, I won't tell you which, one of the characters is obsessed with their honor. Uh mm. they're like they're 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 their people don't have much, but what they have is their word. Mm. And so their point of view is that they gave their word to the Empire. And they cannot go back on that or else that is the biggest betrayal of like their, their person. So they're, they're watching the empire do these terrible things. And they're like, I, I don't agree with what's happening, but I have to believe in a better future for the empire because I can't go back on my word because that is all that I have. Mm -hmm. It's really good. The, the, it's Claudia Gray wrote it. She's my favorite star Wars author. I love her to death. Uh, but yes, so I read the manga adaptation of that and I cried. Uh, and it's really good. What else did I read? I read about a, star- a bunch of Star Wars comics. I finished the uh, Doctor Afra run that concluded last year, and they're restarting it this year. Uh, but the last run took place in between four and five, and this new one is picking up after five. And that's good. That's a really, really good comic. I really, really like the Doctor Afra character. She's like a She's like a think of like Indiana Jones if he was selfish and an asshole. Okay. So, so that's that's kind of so, she's like an archaeologist, but she will betray. Is he an asshole though? I know. Kind of, but like he's like this belongs in a museum, and she's like this belongs in whoever will pay me money. This belongs in a museum. Uh. So yeah. So she's an archaeologist. She finds stuff and she sells them to museums. What else have I done? What else have I done? Uh, I read the mainline Star Wars comic, finished that up. I read two little five-issue limited series that were Tales from Darth Vader's Castle. They're kind of young, younger. They're they're kind of tiered towards younger people, younger kids. But they are like, the whole premise is these people are infiltrating Darth Vader's castle. And while they're doing it, they're telling scary stories. And so it's like... It's this time that Asajj Ventress went through the underworld of Coruscant. I know who that is. 
You do. I know who that is. Yes. She's Good. in the Clone Wars. She is. Uh, but Ventress goes through these, like, into the lower city of, of Coruscant and comes into contact with small Sarlacc pits, like baby Sarlaccs. And it's like, it's, they're like, did this really happen? You know, it's, it's not very certain on whether the things really happen, if they're just scary stories. But there's one where like, Count Dooku comes into contact with like, like, like werewolves almost. They're not werewolves. They're like, they're kind of like vampire. They're like, they turn into bats. So they're like vampires, but not really. They're like, okay. if werewolves could, if werewolves turned into bats instead of uh-huh. wolves, like big hairy bats. So now, and they, they were fun. They were like, they weren't super scary or anything. Cause they tear towards kids. Okay, yeah. But like, it was still a fun read. I wanted to read it. Oh, I don't think I've watched much else. I, I think really the only thing that I watched was episode two of clone wars was today. Oh. Clone wars season seven. And that was really good. I'm really liking this season. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any more of the earlier seasons, Sarah, since last week, or no? Uh, no, we haven't watched <laughs> any more. I don't think my husband realized that it was uh, it came on today either. Yeah, it's out. It's yeah. once a week uh, every Friday. Yes, I think we've forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I really liked it. Uh, there was a there was some stuff in there that implied some things about characters that I really enjoyed. Yes. I really love it. I really love the new season. I'm excited to see it continue. And I think that's all I did this week. I think we're out of this set. I think we're out of this part of the podcast in like 45 minutes. Hey, we're out. We're moving out. We're moving on. I think we're moving on to news 45 minutes in. It takes them usually about an hour to get through this section. So. Guys, we're on track for the shortest show ever. So I, I do have some new stuff picked out. So uh, and then obviously you guys throw whatever you want. But we're gonna go to break first before we do that. Yeah, I was like, what are you before, doing? Before we talk about new stuff, when we come back, I'm gonna tease you guys a little bit about what's gonna happen when we come back. Yes. When we come back, we are going to talk about Hillary Duff. So. Oh. So go ahead. My hero. Your hero, Hillary Duff. My so hero. We will talk to you guys after the break. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. everybody, Jay Wade and Kaylin here to tell you about SEN Afterlife. It's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on SEN Live as well as have guests on to join in the fun. Yep, and we get personal too. We do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails, which I guarantee is always Kaylin's fault. Hey, how rude and not true. So come join us on the Merc with the Movie Blog feed and remember to rate, share, and subscribe. And as always, enjoy. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. 
Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, the Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. All right, check out all those shows. They're a bunch of fun. Sarah, that was, you know, very briefly, how was Go Get That Rose? Um, okay, so The Bachelor has just been uh, mind-numbing, like, always, but even more. So basically, we don't really have... We just say the same things over and over again every week about these girls. Um, they're all kind of mean <laughs> things that we say. But uh, the season's almost over. I'm excited for the season. Tomas When's the finale? Uh, in two weeks. When um, do you guys record? <laughs> good question. Is it just whenever? It's usually whenever we have time. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're I, me and uh, Jay Wade are kind of at the end of our wits. <laughs> I think with the season, so we're like, whatever. Well, um, but this season has been insane every single week. Uh, I no one knows how it's going to end. Normally, someone knows and they leak it by this point. No one knows oh. what's going to happen. So it's very yeah. No one knows who he picks. The real quick, like the girl that um let the front runner of the season kind of dropped an ultimatum. Ultimatum is that how you say it? Ultimatum. Kind of yes, on him. Um, and it's kind of shooken everything up. So, and then she kind of like threatened to leave the show, and no one really knows what's happening. So yeah, it's a it's a well, good time. Well, I still would like to go come on <laughs> i would still like to come on for the finale if we could yeah. work that out if the scheduling works out i'd still like to do that so we'll jump into the news i said we're gonna start off with hillary duff uh, sarah i don't know if you know about this news yet but i don't hillary duff put out a public statement on her instagram really? asking disney to move the lizzie mcguire revival to hulu and i will uh -huh. read i'll read the public statement now really yeah, so it reads, was incredibly excited to launch Lizzie on D+, and my passion remains. However, I feel a huge responsibility to honor the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, grew up seeing themselves in her. I'd be doing a disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30-year-old's journey to, to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. It's important to me that just as her experiences as a preteen slash teenager navigating life were authentic, her next chapters are equally as real and relatable. It would be a dream if Disney would let us move the show to Hulu if they were interested and I could bring this beloved character to life again. So we know that the Hillary Duff show is the, the Lizzie McGuire, Hillary Duff. The Lizzie McGuire show has had some, some problems. We just learned that, uh, I forgot to put this in the rundown that I have in front of me, but we'd learned that Love, Simon's TV show sequel thing is getting moved to Hulu. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, because no gays allowed on Disney+. Plus. Uh, but we can have a Captain America movie where somebody goes through a, a propeller and explodes into a splash of blood. But, you know, no, no gays. What would the children think? Well, uh, I thought that was weird that they were going to put it on Disney+, Plus in the first. But not, I mean, like, that's yeah. great, and it should be. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I thought that I thought was a that weird out of yeah. Disney to, yeah. to do that in the first place. I didn't really think it was ever going to end and up. I, I did put out a tweet saying that I was happy that the story was still being told. Love, Simon was one of my yeah. favorite movies the year it came out. I love that movie so much. 
So I'm still happy that they're. I'm happy they're still doing it, but you know, I wish that they'd have the balls to put it on Disney Plus. But you know, I, they moved over. They moved over Love Simon, so I don't see why they wouldn't. Well. I can see why they wouldn't, but I don't see why they shouldn't move over Lizzie McGuire. It, we, I think they lost the showrunner, didn't they? Uh, so I saw yeah, the uh, an article or something about why the showrunner left. The original showrunners from the original series. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they wanted to do it, and it seems like that's what Hilary Duff was on board with. A more grown-up adult version of it. And Disney was like, no, we want it to fit under kind of like what they've done with like, I'm assuming like what Raven's Home or Uh Girl Meets World, like that kind Uh of vein. Um, But I think they wanted to make it like, like what Lizzie McGuire was, but with her as an adult, like not kind of, it's not focused on Lizzie's kids. It's focused on her as an adult and her struggles and stuff, Uh which is what I, I think that's what I want to see. And I think that's what fans want to see. I agree. And I, I think I'm you're gonna a Lizzie fan, and I yeah, you're gonna get more people to watch the show if it's going back to that nostalgia that we like. Want want like you know what I mean? I never watched Ravens. I watched uh, that's the Raven, but I never went back and watched the sequel version because I knew it wasn't going to be about yeah. her, so I didn't care. And they want. Like, it seems that they want the Fuller House treatment. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's a good way to put it. Yes. So, so first of all, what do you guys think the odds are that Disney acquiesces and puts the Lizzie McGuire show on Hulu over Disney Plus? I personally, I'm not sure if they'll bend, but I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. Mm, I don't, yeah, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't, but I think her doing this stunt just kind of cements that now they won't. <laughs> You think now they won't? Because at this no, point, it seems they don't care to me, about their stars. Like, but it <laughs> seems to me that at this point, she just laid out the old, laid out an ultimatum that's either you that's let true. us do it this way or it doesn't happen. Or I'm walking. Or yeah. I'm not doing this show. I guess it depends on how much they really want to cap on the nostalgia of Lizzie McGuire. I don't know. Like I don't. Because, I I don't know if there's another show i don't really think there is another show that they could do if they were trying maybe even stevens but i don't think shia would ever come back i'd like phil to the future to come back yo (laughs) that'd be so good but so before we talk about that here is what i will i will say i do think that with this message what what we had before was we had a showrunner we had reports of a showrunner that was saying like this is reportedly yeah it it was an actual but this is a statement from Hillary Duff herself saying, I wanted to make a more adult show and they don't want us to. And this yeah. is pretty much, she's telling everybody in the world, this is what's happening straight from her mouth. Right. Yeah. So I think if you move forward with the show on Disney plus, cause I'm sure they've got her under contract at this point. I'm sure that no matter what this show happens, if they want it to, and it ends up wherever they want it to end up. But if you, put your foot down and you put it on Disney plus she just made a very public scene about this. And I think the fans would react very negatively to that. And I'm not sure you'd get the reception to the show on Disney plus that you would, if this comment had never been made, Mike, what do you think about that? So I've been waiting to talk because it was just like, I have a lot to say about this. I was going to bring this up anyways. So, um, it seems like, 
Disney Plus and Hulu are going to be two different things. Disney Plus more for families and then Hulu for mature audiences in a way. Mm-hmm. I believe that if Hilary Duff wants to make this adult oriented, like maybe like PG 13, maybe at most except for teens, but this, the show is dedicated to the older fans of the show as they grow up, you know, Lizzie's 30 now and, you know, we're relating to her. I'm 30. I can relate to her in a way, even though I'm a guy. So it's not, if they put it on Disney plus, what's the point? Because kids are not going to put it on and watch it. They're not going to know who this character is unless they go watch the original show in the first place. Mm-hmm. So I think if Disney plus looks at this statement, it's like, okay. And there's a lot of fan reception about it and people are passing it around and shit like that. I think mm-hmm. the press here will help eventually move it to Hulu for a home, possibly, depending on how... We're still in the development phase, and we're th- I think we're still looking for a showrunner, so it's still early on, so maybe Disney Plus would talk to Hilary Duff about the placement of the show, and how the format's going to be, and what's the tone of it, and all that stuff. But I think Hulu would probably be the best place for it, because I th- they've got, like, shows dedicated to a mature audience like that yeah i've seen shows like that i mean there's like teen stuff there too which will be fine so yeah yeah i think wherever it ends up it doesn't get a tvm rating but i think no i think it'll no you know maybe tv 14 tv whatever yeah uh so so you brought up something else that i wanted to touch on you brought up looking for a showrunner do you think there's any world where this moves to hulu so first of all we're making the assumption that it moves to hulu Uh the second assumption i want to see if we can make is the original showrunner that left now comes back since the vision is more of what they want to do do you think there's any world where if this moves to hulu they bring the original showrunner who departed back two showrunners there was two Two showrunners yeah i believe so okay i think it was a, a team um, or do you think yeah. that ship has sailed? Maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on if they're contracted in to another thing, but I don't see why not. Like, I don't, or unless, I don't know, because I feel like it would be a big deal for Disney to be like, okay, yeah, we'll move it to Hulu. You know what I mean? I feel like they would, that would be a big gamble if they didn't have the showrunners to come and do their vision you know what i mean because i because i'm assuming that maybe it's a package deal with hillary duff like hey move it to hulu and get them back with their vision because why would they move it to hulu if they didn't have that vision in the first place you know what i mean but do you think that there's a possibility that disney doesn't want to if they're already acquiescing to the stuff that they don't want to look weak and bring back the showrunner or do you think disney is bigger than that I feel like I feel like there is that possibility, but if they brought back James Gunn after that whole shit show, like this That's wasn't true. that big of a deal. That's true. Like I feel, and I feel like not a lot of people really know or pay that close attention to this, so I don't think it would be that big of a deal. But also, I'd argue that with the James Gunn scenario, the only reason that happened is because James Gunn had a powerful person like Kevin Feige in That's his back true. pocket. There is nobody like Kevin Feige with that amount of power, at least that we know of, 
in Hillary the Disney Duff, Plus side. Going from, no, I don't kidding. know. Yeah, I mean, Hillary Duff is a big name, but I don't think that she has the pool inside Disney no, 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 no. that right. Kevin Feige does. You know, Kevin Feige had a direct line to Bob Iger. Uh, he answered directly to Bob before, obviously, mm-hmm. Bob stepped down. So we'll talk about. We will. Was that this week? We didn't talk about that last week. It was this week. It happened this right. week. We'll that talk happened. about that later. Uh, but so yeah, I'm not sure if there's anybody that is has a big enough stake in all this that can really fight for the showrunners to come back. Mike, what do you think about all that? Um, I just actually pulled the Variety article actually reading about more detail. Uh, just for you, for context. Um, now, I I think with this, I think the showrunner could come back. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be a possibility because yeah, that's what what Sean said was correct about the more adult version of Lizzie. Uh, but it, uh, Disney said they wanted to go in a different direction with the series after the first two episodes were completed. So we have yeah. two mm-hmm. episodes in the can right now. So because of the two episodes, they're like, hmm, this doesn't seem like adult-oriented. Let's move this to Disney+. Plus. Um, so, okay, yeah, I think this this is the start of a, a movement. Maybe, maybe, I think, what the hell is his name? Minsky, who is the uh, showrunner. He'll come, he'll come back um, to do it. And I was just reading that this is not... Um, the Love Simon series though is titled Love Victor. Yeah, is it's not the only one that moved to Hulu actually, and I just totally forgot about this. Um, recently, actually, and then it was last week um, on Valentine's Day. High Fidelity oh, was originally yeah. supposed to be on Disney Plus, but it ultimately landed on Hulu. It was? Yes. So yes, it's available to watch on Hulu right now. So, but that's on my watch list actually. Has anyone I, watched it? it? No. I have. I, I'm definitely gonna watch it because. Is it her okay. mom is in the original, right? Uh, oh, I think it's, uh, it's Zoe could, Kravitz. Yeah, uh, you, you could be right, actually, because I've seen the film. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah it's, Lisa Bonet. Yep. 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 You're right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's it's Love Victor and High Fidelity moving from Disney Plus to hmm, Hulu. Very interesting. So so like I said, they're taking the more mature content and moving to Hulu because Disney has this Hulu in the pocket. It's like, eh, let's just put that there just in case as a side. So mm-hmm. who knows where this is going to go? We we have the statement. I don't know how Disney's going to reply to it. Maybe they'll mm-hmm. move to Hulu. They have two episodes in. We'll see how it goes. We just have to let it marinate. <laughs> Fair enough. So I think that's that on that. Uh... The other big Disney Plus news that came out this week is a proud family revival show mm-hmm. starting the okay. starring the original cast. Yep. Does this excite anybody? I used to watch it. Um, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. it. It'll be you fun. You can't It'll start be cool. dating until you get married. That's what the dad used to say. Yeah. I don't give you permission to date until you're married. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Me at seven. I was like, what? Yeah, and the... That's all appara- I got. <laughs> apparently, the creators and executive producers are back. Wow. So... Yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. I saw that news. That's cool. I was I liked the show. I used to watch it after school. So wasn't yeah. expecting it. I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. 
Uh, that I think a completely different turn because this is also news that happened this week. Uh, let's let's take it a bit serious for a second. You guys ready for some seriousness? We'll bring it back to some light stuff after this, I promise. But Weinstein found guilt guilty. Woo! Oh, woo! I thought we were going a different direction. (laughs) Oh, but did you hear what happened afterwards? Did he go to the hospital? Yeah, he, he yeah. suffered a uh, yeah, heart. heart attack, right? Yeah, a yeah, heart he was, attack. Like, from all the news, like, oh, oh, oh my God. a heart, a heart attack. His heart yeah. attacked him. Yeah, what did they, uh... He's like, what, you're a bad man. What did one of his accusers say? He's a great actor. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, so uh, all, yeah. Of, all, all of the internet rejoiced as Harvey Weinstein was sentenced. Oh, yeah, I, I've seen guilty. it. it was... Yeah, I seen all that. I was like, "Oh, good God, that that guy's gone for good, man!" Finally, oh, man. I, it feels like is it's it, taken forever. Is it for life? He's no, like, I, I I think he's gonna. I think it's long enough that he'll he won't die get before he dies. But he can't um, post bail. Like it, he can't. I I don't think so. Because isn't he like he might not be rich anymore? But <laughs> I I don't I don't think he the can. Uh, yeah, so he was found guilty. Uh, so they found guilty verdict of sexual assault and rape case uh he was acquitted of the more serious charges of predatory sexual assault oh so a minimum of five years five years and a maximum of more than two decades oh my gosh uh that's actually a lot lower than i was thinking and I'm pretty sure Lori Laughlin faces longer prison time than that oh i've heard that too yeah. I'm pretty sure Lori Laughlin yeah. faces well, a longer we'll prison sentence her. than that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, so the, the, the trial date is set for October. So we'll talk about that in October. For Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin. We'll talk about Lori Laughlin in October. Uh, now here, um, actually it does say here they could face up to 45 years of prison. Wow! 45 for Laughlin, but only 20 for... Wow, um, you think it says here? You think he'll die in prison? How old is he? Sixty-seven. I mean, if he had a heart attack, probably. You think they'll kill him? <laughs> yeah, shank him, shank him. No, I'm legit. You think? You think he's got a big enough like target on his back that? Is this gonna be like an Epstein thing? Like, he's not. <laughs> Why does he die? Are we talking politics on this show? Did we ever? No, have a- I'm asking. <laughs> well, no, we can. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I thought you were asking if this was political. I was like, no, this isn't political. This is a no, 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 no. no. I'm, uh, I'm joking. I'm, I, I'm I don't. Joking. It's a yoke. 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 Uh, but yeah, that's insane that Lori Laughlin could face 45 years in prison, but he's gonna yeah. get like oh two decades at the most. That's some bullshit. Uh, uh, so. Not back what to, I thought you were gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back to some lighter stuff. Um, I just found this out. This is interesting. The Parasite storyboards are set for release as a graphic novel, May nineteenth. Uh, Bong Joon Ho's storyboards are going to be the three hundred and four pages drawn by the film's director portray every scene in the movie and read like a graphic novel. And the dialogue, stage, and camera directions will be translated into English from Korean. Really? So I'm definitely going to be picking this up. This sounds exciting. Uh. Dr. Bong's illustrations share the illuminating power of his writing and directing, making the Parasite graphic novel a gorgeous, riveting read and fascinating behind-the-scenes glimpse at the making of one of the best films of the year. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to check that out. I think that sounds very cool. Uh, what do you guys think? You guys going to check out 
the Parasite storyboard graphic novel? Or is that uh Yep, as soon as I watch the movie. <laughs> you gotta watch that Same. movie, I'm telling Same. you. It's coming on Hulu March something. I oh just yeah, saw. it's coming on Hulu soon. Yes. Yeah, it is. I was yep. like, okay, got it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so, hitting up I'll be waiting for that. Yeah, I'm just hitting up uh uh I I I'm just hitting up like rapid fire stuff. So if you guys do wanna do wanna Let's keep talking about a topic. Talk about Bob Iger. Nope. <laughs> okay, so before we get into the Bob Iger stuff, because we've got smaller stuff we can still talk about. We've got to build, Sarah, build. Uh Chris Evans is in talks to star in Greg Berlanti's little shop of horror. Yes! Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen the news here for that. Guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Little Shop of Horrors is the last musical I've ever performed in. Oh, really? That was like, yes, that was five years ago. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, wow. So, I, I mean, like, I really like this musical. I think it's an underrated, weird. It's about time. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> what? Which is different than the musical. Um, kind of. There's like. The wait, 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 wait. There's like two different versions of the so, ending of the movie. Um, yeah, yep, you're correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the one, the plants take over mm-hmm. the audience, and that's how the musical ends as well. Spoiler, whatever. Um, this casting, I, I don't know how I feel about because Scarlett Johansson has also been is in talks or has been casted. For archery. How mm-hmm. I feel about that. Um, but Taryn Egerton is going to be. Seymour, uh, uh, and I'm so excited. <laughs> and uh, Chris Evans is a great cast uh, for the dentist, which was Bill Murray Steve and Martin, Steve right? Martin. Steve Martin, yep. Or Bill Murray was in it. I don't think he played the dentist, or he did. I don't know. Bill Murray um, was the, the the patient. The patient. Okay. Um, right. But yes, uh, which I'm excited to see him do something different. Like he's picking some good things. He's great very different. Yeah, it's it's very similar to his Knives yeah. Out uh, character, and I'm excited for it. I'm always excited to see more of Chris Evans. Mike, what do you think about this cast? Well, Chris Evans always had that hard hard edge comedy roots because he's he started out that way in his early uh-huh. films. Um, so he's coming back to that now after so long in the Marvel verse. Oh, mm-hmm. dear God, he's been like goody two shoes, and now he's like knives out here. He's like fuck this, fuck that, eat shit, eat shit, and now the dentist role so here. Good. And yes. it's, it's this is top tier casting because he yes. can play that part. And also, I heard a like a a fan casting for like the patient that is in the chair. I've heard people say that Robert Downey Jr. should be in that chair. <laughs> Chris Evans as a dentist. No, that would take me out of it. What about Tom Holland? <laughs> okay, I'd watch that. Oh, that's funny. It should be Anthony Mackie. No, it should be Anthony Mackie. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. No, it should be Sebastian Stan. Yeah, that'd be good. Just to see I'm how sadistic they would be in the chair. Oh, it's so good. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've seen, I still don't know I, how I feel about her, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. I think I think it could I think work. She's yeah, a bit older than him. That's my only. That I, I uh, like she should be how younger. Old is, how old is Taron Egerton? I don't know. He seems like eighteen to me, but I know he's like in his thirties. He's probably the same. Thirties? I don't know. Maybe over oh, thirty. Thirty. He is thirty. He's thirty. I think she's like thirty. 
Uh, she's 35. I'm... Oh, 35. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Five yeah, years okay. apart. All right. That's not too bad. I don't know why to me she... I feel like she's been she has been around for a very she's been long around time. Forever, and that's why I think that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I think she's been active for like twenty years now or something. She's oh. she's she's that's she started as like a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's 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 promising because the last that was in like in the eighties, so it's been like yeah years been... since it came out. So it's actually prime time to remake it. And I don't know. I'm kind of curious how they're gonna do Audrey two. Yeah, by Billy Porter is the yeah yeah. It. It's gonna be yeah. so good. So I'm just curious if they're gonna do, do it. Motion capture. <laughs> yeah, motion capture CGI. Yeah, probably, or is that's like, probably what's gonna happen. That'd be dope. Feed me, see more. Yes, the music is so good. Everyone should listen to it. <laughs> so, so we're checking out. Other news. We'll go off through some rapid fire stuff again, really quick. Uh. Creed three taps Zach Balin to write it. Doesn't no director yet, but they've tapped Zach Balin, who uh, writer wise, he has not actually put out anything as a writer yet. Hmm. Oh, oh okay. uh, there is a short that is on IMDb. It's listed as announced, okay. called Raise uh, Skull, called Skull that he wrote. Uh, oh, it's based on characters by him, so it's not really, he didn't write it. But he wrote King Richard, which is about, it's the, it's the, the Richard Williams, Venus and Serena Williams' father. Oh, that one, yes. I've heard that one. Yes. He wrote that, uh, it's gonna have, oh god, yeah, it's gonna have Will Smith, John Bernthal, and Leif Schreiber in it. Yep. But, so, that comes out this year. Yep coming up pretty soon yeah but he was also tapped to write a screenplay for creed 3 what do you guys think of that i didn't see the second one or the first one oh i love the creed movies yeah i love have you seen them i uh i actually teared up on creed i actually loved creed um creed 2 was actually really cool oh um hopefully oh i'm trying to think because i think the only logical thing to do for three now is to introduce um uh go back and actually get clubber lang son to be involved with creed Let me just, he, i'd i'd almost like to see him now that he's taken out i kind of like to see it a, a, a new opponent yeah. i don't think i need i think that it was cool for him to face his father's legacy in in that, the yeah, second true. one that's true. That's but true. i think that's for true. now it's like all right now he's faced his father's legacy he's beaten drago's kid so I now let's who, but I think it should be a yeah, original. Well, Do you think it should be like a wrestler he goes up against? Maybe. I don't know. I don't really because... I would be okay with almost anybody, to be honest. I just love these movies. I like Michael B. Jordan's presence in these movies. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm down to watch yeah. him play Adonis in anything, really. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I it's a it's starting to become a great trilogy. Hopefully this yeah. lands it for sure. So, speaking of Creed 3, a th- another third movie that's coming out, Jurassic World Dominion. We got the yes. title for Jurassic World as they started uh, they started shooting that a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of the subtitle Dominion? Um, well, the first thing I saw someone posted a picture of it with the dough part crossed out, and it just said Minion. 
I'd like I'd see that as well. And I was, I, like, I, was gonna, I was like, what? <laughs> no, I was going to say, I saw that too, but actually somebody actually dropped a big minion in the background. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was, I was like laughing so hard. I was like, yep, <laughs> minion. They're taking over. Um, Mike, what do you what do you think? I don't think I have, I have not seen the second film, actually, so I have no I liked idea. it. I haven't I seen the second it film. Too. It was fun. <laughs> so, it was fun. No, I'm curious. I'm curious. I've been. I've. I like the Jurassic Park films for the most part, and Jurassic World was a decent start. So. I like. And. It. Yeah, I, like I think both it's, of those movies. I did not like Jurassic World. <laughs> At all. But you know what? Here, I'm about to say something. I've never seen Jurassic Park. So I came into Jurassic World as its own thing to me. Wow. I loved it. Well, I loved the thing, first one. I liked the second one a lot. The thing, now here's the thing, though. The third film is going to have the original cast from Jurassic Park. So you've got to watch the originals. You're going to have to watch the first three films. I'm okay. Well, no, just watch, watch all three of them. You don't got to watch it. <laughs> I was oh. going to say maybe one, maybe two, but maybe three, we'll, not so Maybe we'll bring this up when we get closer to... Uh, we get closer to Jurassic World Dominion coming out. I think it's a cool title. I like going from Fallen Kingdom to Dominion. I like the plot threads that were set up at the end of the last one. I think it could lead to some really interesting stuff. Mm. So I'm excited. I'm excited for Colin Trevorrow to come back. I think it was J.A. Bayona, Bayona that made the last one. Bayona. Yeah, I liked what he did with it, but I'm excited to have Trevorrow back for it. I liked what he did with the first one. Uh, speaking of long-running franchises that are getting new installments... But this installment is not having a director come back. This installment is getting a new director. Okay. Steven Spielberg will not be directing Indiana Jones 5. And the rumor is right now that James Mangold is going to be. What do you guys think about that? Old man Indy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well. James Mangold possibly doing Indiana Jones 5. Dude. Dude. If, if, If Mangold does the same touch... Uh, with Indy using the template of Logan. Uh-huh. Oh my god. No. <laughs> That'd be a, it's a great way to end off like the Indiana Jones cap it off because you I don't think he, <laughs> maybe Speaking because of, you know there? what Harrison Ford might actually I do, but Harrison Ford might, uh, <laughs> might prefer to die. Yeah. Like, kill me off so I don't have to because come back. He dies the first like 10 minutes. No, dead. no. It'll be like a, something towards the end. Because, I mean, yeah. he's already died in Star Wars, so that's cut off. And they know. brought him back! Spoiler. Yeah, but that scene was amazing. So, it's the only good scene in that movie. And it was only because uh, Carrie Fisher actually yeah. passed away. <laughs> that's... Still, um, I don't know about Blade Runner in the future. I don't know if he's going to come back for another one of those or not. But it's a good way for him to just kill off his franchises and move on to other, <laughs> m- like, movies. Yeah. <laughs> he said that. I love the way you said that. It's a good way to kill off his franchises. Harrison Ford's got a fucking butcher's knife and he's just stabbing Indiana Jones in the back. Her- fucking Han Solo is in the corner. His fucking head just lopped to the side dead. He's like, I'll come back only if you promise to kill me. What's the dude from Blade Runner's name? Is it Decker? 
Decker. Yeah. Decker's yeah. fighting at the door that. trying to get it open. And Harrison's like, you're next, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> They're all Oh, yeah, well, because here's I, Harrison. <laughs> Yo, I watched the shit out of that. Because Harrison Ford killing all of his Ford trying to kill all his characters. Oh my oh, god, that'd be awesome. Pitch so meta, right so meta. Um, no, because I know Disney will probably like end this off and then reboot Indiana Jones or or a Indiana Jones like character to make adventure like films again, akin to. The original films. So, here's my pitch. My pitch, James Mangold, I'd love for him to come in. I love all... Like, I thought the Wolverine was okay up until the end. Uh, I love Logan. Yeah. I love Ford B. Ferrari. So, I'm, I'm super into James Mangold as a director. I'm excited. Uh-huh. My... What I would like to do, whether it is... Whether it is my, I would like to see Shia come back. I think Shia has proved over the yeah, last year yeah, Shia, that he yeah, is capable yeah, yeah. of doing acting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think right? he's capable of acting, and I, I think, think that's not bad in that movie. I think no, no, and shit. I, I, but I would like bring him back or bring in a new person, bring in a, uh, bring in a new, a new protege for Indy. And send Indy off in this one, you know, have the movie be the Indy passing the torch to a new guy. And then, like Creed, next movie, change the title. It's not Indiana Jones anymore. It's still in the same world, like Creed right. is, but make it about a new character. Because I, yep. saw, I, I saw somebody who was saying that when you're talking about rebooting Indiana Jones, or when you're talking about doing something in that world, it's they were like, well... It, it's just the it's just the regular world, so you can't do that, motherfucker. The Ark of the Covenant exists and melts people's faces off in this world. Like that's there are Sean, aliens. That, Sean, that happens. What are you talking? About? Yeah, yeah. The Ark of the Covenant. Oh. Covenant. Actually, the Holy Grail exists. They fucking walk across there is nothing. An Ark of the Covenant, Covenant. Like, like, and it does actually melt people's faces off. Like. Well, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not sure if the Ark of the Covenant actually exists. It might. But the point is, oh, it doesn't melt your fucking face off. No. Right? So this world is definitely different. It's not just Earth. There are different things about it. And I think that you could bring in a different character in the same world. There's no way a person Please. survives a new... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> in a fridge. <laughs> yes, I saw that. Mike is supposed to have an article that the prop, the Ark of the Covenant... Uh, I don't know if it was the prop... It it, it, it was. It is the problem. Okay. Yep. It yeah. was on Antiques Roadshow. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's worth uh, eighty to one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, but okay. I think it's uh, worth it could have been a lot more. Yeah. Let's be two hundred fifty k. All right, Josh. Goodbye. We're gonna buy the Ark of the Covenant. Okay, we're gonna, We'll put it on the show credit card. <laughs> we have one of those. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wish. Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I see. I see what you're going for, Sean, with that because it's the the legacy sequel in a way, passing the torch to another person and then spinning off, you know, with another character could be possible. But it, who would be? What would be a catchier name than Indiana Jones? What would be a name though? Because there's no other characters in the, Montana Smith. Come on, unless unless you want to get Short Round to come back. I don't think which it needs to be. Which is is a possibility. I don't think you tech you 
Or oh, couldn't Short Round still be old as fuck? Because Indy's old as fuck, and Short Round was short, well, sure. but he's only twenty years sure. old. Or, you True. know, and I think by the time it depends on when the movie set in because I don't know how far in advance it's going to be. Because I think, uh, <laughs> when was uh, the Kingdom 50. Skull took the fifties? So, crazy. so wait, if it's that was in two thousand, that was like that was like okay, that was a decade ago. So the, yeah. it, this could jump to the sixties in time. Yeah. Yeah. This could be in the nineteen sixties. So, um, if they're going by the timeline here, so. I mean, I'm just trying to think of a, of a legacy character you could pass the torch off to, or but you could introduce somebody new. That's fine. Sala. But you, okay. <laughs> Sala's kid. I mean, Shy is the son, so it could have been. I would, I'd be okay what? with that, but I don't know if he wants to do a franchise. I, I have an so idea. Either. All right, Sarah, tell us your idea. Okay, what if instead? We do the other new movie trope that they're all doing, and we set this after the third movie, and we pretend was, the fourth one doesn't exist. Yeah. And give him a new son? Yes. And I would be, oh, I'd be okay with like, that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Or they're that, doing that, with everything yes, else right now. That makes who, sense. If they, who would yeah. you have? I don't Well, you can just tell a whole new story, and then you get pigeonholed in with yeah. I think. I think... I think that would be smart. I'd be okay with them continuing the continuity from four. Yeah. Four, but but yeah, no one likes four. So this sense. way, true. They can be like, yeah. this is a, like like they did with Turner. Yeah, I guess I'll see Disney doing that. No, <laughs> there's no one. Um, I, could, I don't know. We'll just have to see what uh... then that defeats a marketing tool for them. And the fourth cast movie as Adam Driver. As... I would fucking love that. <laughs> Don't toy with my emotions, Sam. <laughs> No, imagine Adam Driver is a fucking archaeologist. Jesus. Yes. Um, I saw a fan casting, and I posted it in here, but I saw a casting for him to be Snape in a reboot yes, of Harry Potter. And me and my husband are currently watching all the Harry Potter movies now. We're not every time Snape comes on screen. We're like, I want this so bad. I want it to happen so bad. I don't think it will, but... Uh, I know, anyway, <laughs> I know everybody throws around Chris Pratt, but I don't know. No. I, I I wouldn't no. want him. No, no, I think no, no. I like Chris Pratt, but keep he doesn't need no he need to do that. Uh, who do you think, Mike? Who would you cast it if we're recasting? Let's say we're recasting the Sun, right? Adam Driver. Adam, <laughs> I, that's 100%. my actual answer. Adam Driver is also my answer, but <laughs> Mike, <laughs> who do you think? Hmm. Uh, um. Hmm. He's also gonna say <laughs> No, he's not. I no, I'm not gonna I don't He's like Daisy Ridley, we're gonna switch it up into girl I would you guys. really into that. A daughter Daisy would be a Ridley nice has a daughter? No, a hundred percent Daisy Ridley as the daughter is now my pick. Thank you so um, I was just joking. No. <laughs> no, Daisy Ridley because I because Daisy Ridley yeah, needs another franchise because I love her. Can we um give me a Oh she does Yo. have a daughter. He does. He does have a daughter, actually. He does. Indiana yeah. Jones. Yes. Or Harrison. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones has a daughter. The sister uh, of Mutt. The, the sister of Mutt. Yeah. So wait, when the hell? Oh, she was in the young Indiana this... Jones Chronicles. Yes, Chronicles. Yes, right. Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. That's that's what I was wondering. Yeah. So yeah. Um, goddamn, I would have been old by now. 
be honest. So it's an older sister of, yeah. so, but mm. interesting. I just discovered that. Okay. I should watch the young, young, young Indiana Jones Chronicles again. I watched God, a couple. I, I like I've never seen It's it. a good, it's a good series. It's, it, if you want young indie, oh my God, it's good. But then it, there's like some episodes where it does show a older, older indie to like a, like, do like a, an epilogue at, for episode, I remember that. So it's good, but it's highly underrated. Um, shit, I don't even know. It's like, who would you cast? Because I know I've seen a bunch of fan castings like that, but uh, just find a, a unknown. Maybe give me an unknown actor, someone who has a, as well. Give me something different. You know, not somebody who just change it up. You know. I don't know. Um, John Boyega. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna start naming every. No, I would say no connections to other franchises. What? What if? It, what? What if he was like an actor that was like half um, black or half Spanish or something? That would be an interesting thing to cover in the movies, especially during that time period. Yeah. Oh. No, that actually really would. During that time oh, period, yeah. Bring me on to write this movie. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, we want Sarah in the writer's room. Indiana Jones. No, thank fun. you. <laughs> That's true. What is this crap? He's just going to yell at me the whole time. <laughs> so. When are you going to kill me? <laughs> you guys have anything else on Indiana Jones 5? No. No. No? no? no I'm just excited to see what happens. So we got the explanation for why Captain Lee Shang isn't in Mulan. We did? We did. They, uh, Who? The producer, Li Shang, the love interest. Let's get down to business. Yes, him. That one? So, yes. So Jason Reed, who's a producer on uh, Mulan. Uh-huh. I'm just going to say that. Go ahead. He said, we split Li Shang into two characters. One became Commander Tung, played by Donnie Yen, who serves as her surrogate father and mentor in the course of the movie. The other is Hong Hui, played by Yosun An, who is Mulan's equal in the squad. I think particularly in the time of the hashtag MeToo movement, having a commanding officer that is also sexual love interest was very uncomfortable, and we didn't think it was appropriate. Sarah, you're the resident Disney freak. What do you think about those comments? Um, I'm going to be 100% honest. I wasn't really listening. So but, uh... we, split Li Shang, we split Li Shang into two characters. One became Commander Tung. No, God damn it, Sarah. <laughs> I will well, just skip okay. the entire fucking well, he, thing. He has the best um, song. In, would you like, like to hear the reasoning movies. for why he was cut? Because of the whole Me Too movement, and they didn't yes. want. I get that. I get. I get why Disney kind of added it in in the cartoon version anyway. Because like every princess needs to have her prince or prince charming. Like I get it. They're trying to make it that more historically accurate. Um, depiction of it, like, yeah, good on them. Good on them. They didn't just kind of, there needs to be the man that she falls in love with kind of thing going on. Um, I, I will miss the music, though. I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of think this is a, I think that there was something about the original, the, the, the animated movie where it was interesting or interesting that, like, because she was almost the one that had control. Of, she was the one that had control over the entire situation. Yes. Even though there was. Yes. That, yes. You know, and nothing happens. That he 
Yeah, exactly. Nothing happens until after she's out of the army and she's, I'm a woman, you know? And because it's the very end of the movie, right? I don't know. I feel like this is a, I don't know. I'm not sure I love this decision. It's a push, like, it's an almost unnecessary push. I understand, I think, that maybe their, their minds were in the right place over this, but I feel like it was unnecessary. Mike, what do you think? So, with like the the Me Too is important because oh. a lot of people, a lot <laughs> of people, <laughs> like like for example, Weinstein so, okay. is one of them. Robert uh, Polanski, I, I think. Polanski is one Polanski of them. before Me Too, though. But like, still, it's still in the same yeah, vein. It's, it's still the, in the same vein. So we're in this culture of where it's like, yep. Just because of this movement, we're just gonna cut it out. So I think it's it's a new people. It's a new adaptation of Mulan. It's not a direct shot for shot remake. It's no. just it's, it's not just the Lion like, King. Can can they make a you know diff, make some differences? Like there's a nope. Guys, guys, there's a freaking like witch. Which like, I love. Yeah, I think that stuff is cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not. So, so why can't this happen? Can just make it different, yeah, people. I, it's I'm fine. fine. Wait, but hang on. That's not the question I asked you. Whoa, whoa. We're, we're, we're fine with them changing stuff. We're talking about the reasons, the reasons for the changing being the whole hashtag me too thing. And I've actually seen quite a few people on Twitter that are very much in that space that are like, yeah, this is an overstep. This is an overcorrection on Disney's part. What do you think about? Uh, do you think no, it's no, 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 I saw that. that saw that too, and then those those are those are over exaggerations at most. It's I can devil's devil's advocate again. I can understand why they're doing it. <laughs> I it's so you reason, don't think it's an overcorrection? No, I think okay. I think it's fine. I think okay. the reasoning for me too is fine. It's staying with the current mindset of what's going on now and it's fine sure it might if they're trying to do it might not be the thing back in the day who knows it, it might have been what it was in the animated film but i'm i don't mind it it's not an overcorrection yeah, it's just it's fine people are over exaggerating their crazy i don't know i i agree i think i'm fine with them changing stuff but i think that the the excuse that they gave was weak sauce first of all uh, second of all, I think that the real reason they did is because they cannot under, they cannot contain the power of bisexual icon Li Shang. Mm. <laughs> I had to get it in there. Come on, he's a bisexual icon. What are you talking about? Okay, anything else? Any other news? What? You don't? Okay, whatever. Fine. Moving on. on. They announced the uh, Star Wars announced the multi-publishing effort, the High Republic. I'm excited. I know you guys aren't. But set 200 years before Phantom Menace, for your favorite movies, Sarah. Uh, the best Star Wars movie to About date. the height of the Jedi. So yeah, that's fun right. and exciting. <laughs> and finally, uh, before we talk about uh, Mission Impossible 7 has halted, halted oh. filming in Italy because of the coronavirus. Yes. Yeah. This, there were, I swear to God, I swear <laughs> to God, this, this epidemic right now People are going crazy. Like the news are covering it. They're like, make sure you stay home. Don't go out. It's wash going your hands. crazy. Yeah, wash your hands. Seriously, wash your hands. Because wash your hands. Well, always yeah, wash your hands. 
but see, this is crazy. But yeah, they have to, uh, ah, well, we'll just have to see how long it takes before they, uh, get back to shoot. Cause I love the Mission Impossible films. And Me Jesus, too. The, it's, wow. It's, yeah. It's stupid virus. Stupid goddamn I, I virus. Uh, but I, look, I hope that, obviously it's a, it's a serious yeah. deal. I hope that oh, it, yeah. uh, it gets dealt with. <laughs> Funny, in light, in light, actually, in light news about this is uh, the Corona drink is actually low in sales because yeah. of the virus. <laughs> is it really? God, yes. we're so you know, stupid. People are not Coronas because Americans of the coronavirus. So dumb. Holy shit, we're uh, such a dumb country. We're just we're so stupid. <laughs> I know, I know, but I just need to reiterate. What was the number? 38% of people thought that, like, they asked a bunch of people, and 38% of people thought that the corona and coronavirus had to do with yeah, the beer. I know. Oh yeah, it's God. <laughs> I think that's the 38% that needs to get <laughs> what, 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 what is it? Uh... <laughs> I feel like that's a Steve Carlin bit. Steve Carlin. George Steve Carlin. Carlin. Steve Carlin. It's late. It's almost 11 o'clock. All right, let's talk about Bob Iger. Bob Iger stepped down as CEO of Disney. He's going to be replaced by Bob Chapek. Out with the old <laughs> Bob, in with the new one. Uh, Sarah, as our Disney. resident, Disney. Uh, you're our Disney correspondent. Okay, what do you so think? The, um, I forgot to mention that I have been imagining on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this past week, okay. and funny enough, right before the day that they announced um, that he was stepping down, I watched the episode, which is all about him. <laughs> so, all about Bob Iger, Iger yes. Um, and he was okay. painted in. Um, I mean, it's from it's mainly about like Disney parks and stuff like that. So not a lot about like the yeah. other side of Disney. Um, but he was kind of painted as the savior for the Disney company after Michael Eisner got kicked out, um, resigned air quotes, um, because of all the acquisitions that happened under him. Um, a lot of the Disney parks and different parts of the world weren't making money and he came in and did changes on them and they started to actually mm -hmm. profit. So he really did a lot. Um, and other people have kind of commented that, in the Imagineering show, all the other CEOs are kind of painted, like, good, but also showed the bad side of things, where, and it was like, and then Bob Iger came along, and everything was great. <laughs> came down yeah. from the clouds. Um, yeah. Like, so, as, which I just thought was, was funny, and then the next day it was like, I saw, the first thing I saw was Jeff Snyder tweet about it, and I was like, yeah what like before i saw the wave of it happen and then it was all over and i was just like wow okay like i think what was so surprising is that he it was out of nowhere like he just resigned but well was to it? me i was like maybe maybe not out of nowhere but the fact that like he resigned immediately stepping down but he wasn't completely leaving the company so yeah. it wasn't like it was on bad terms or anything um but yeah i don't know I don't know. I've heard the name Bob Chapek a couple of times, just on different like uh, Disney, yeah. um, like different um, uh, theme park uh, shows and stuff. I listen to. I love Disney parks and 
Disney World and stuff like that. Very interesting. Um, So I recognized his name and everyone's cheap state. So it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't heard great things things either. I'm just saying. I've heard heard some pretty bad things about him, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I guess we'll see. Mike, what do you think Bob Iger stepping down? I mean, he left quite a legacy. He bought what? He was behind the acquisitions of... Pixar, Marvel, which I mean, Marvel for four billion dollars yes. is the biggest deal in the universe. Star uh, you know, Endgame made two point seven. Lucasfilm, well, Lucasfilm, uh, behind the twenty first century acquisition, Launched behind the yeah. launch of Disney Plus. I mean, he steps yeah. out on a high note after doing all this stuff, leaving behind quite a legacy. Mike, what do you think about uh, him stepping down, being replaced by Bob Chapek? It. Uh... Devil's Advocate, once again. Uh, it's it's time. It's, it's oh yeah yeah yeah. No, oh no, I'm I'm a hundred percent. I'm it's, not surprised. Uh, I'm not angry. No, I'm not it's 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 sure it was out of the blue, but it's like he did so much and for a long yeah, time, a long time, two thousand and five, and it was he was on an extension, and he was on an extension. He was supposed to leave yeah. what a year ago? Yeah, like I I mean I, yeah. I think it was I think he wanted to see Disney yeah. Plus through. And then he wanted mm-hmm. to walk out having just <laughs> unleashed hell on earth. Uh, this is like the type of news I skip over a lot. Because it's like, yeah, he's moving on. Oh, I was someone, so into it. I was, I was like, yep, someone else is going to come in and try to era. I wanted to know learn about the new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well because, because when you think about Bob Iger, and, and let's talk about Marvel for a second. Uh, I mean, Bob Iger is the reason that... Uh, not the reason that, but his 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 belief in Kevin Feige is a big reason that those movies are so successful, uh-huh. you know? I mean, who was it that they used to be Pearl under? Perlmutter? Yeah. And Perlmutter was a crotchety old racist? Like, apparently, <laughs> uh, like, all the reports are saying that Perlmutter didn't want Black Panther to happen. Yeah, well. uh, or at least he didn't think that people would, uh, would go see a, uh, a superhero movie headlined by an African-American or a woman, in, in the cases of Captain Marvel. Uh, I think it was Mark Ruffalo told a stole story recently where he said that while they were filming Avengers 1, Kevin Feige was on set, and apparently he had been having fights yes. with Perlmutter over over Captain Marvel and over Black Panther and all that stuff. And he said he was going to Disney tomorrow, and that if he's not back the day after, that means wow. that he's done. Like, that means that he lost the fight and Kevin Feige was going to be done, apparently. But apparently he won the fight because obviously... Obviously. Eight years later, he's still running that shebang. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think I think it was... It made sense for that timing. I'm interested to see... Because he's not a creative guy, as far as we know. He's much more of the the parks and the monies and the merchandising kind yes, of stuff. So he's I'm not interested. Creative. And neither was Bob Iger. But Iger at least was from ABC, wasn't he? Yes. I he think was from so. that side of the he was from the media side of the yes, company. But he wasn't as like where Eisner was more kind of took a more role of like when bouncing off ideas and kind of coming up with yeah. creative where then Bob Iger's like, here, I'll say yes or no and give you guys the yeah, money yeah. for it. Uh go ahead, but, let's fix this up. But But he had a background in the entertainment part yeah. of the company 
when it, our entertainment media part of the company, whereas it seems that Chapik's background is more in the parks and merchandising. Yes, so merchandising. I think it would be in 15 years. Uh, he was behind the vault, right? 15 years, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like Iger should have stuck around. I'm just no, saying I'm just that saying, I'm not sure like, about oh, the okay. next pick. Yeah, I'm interested we'll to see how it plays out. Because wasn't he behind the whole idea with the vault? Uh, I feel like I read that Chapek was behind I the idea with the Disney so. vault. And I mean, that's not inspiring, to be honest. The Disney um, vault was... Yeah, no, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm I'm interested. I, I think we'll we'll find out some stuff. We'll see. It looks like Iger has faith in Chapek. He said he was going to stick on for, what, year? A until year. the end of 2021? Yep. So a year and a half? Yeah. A year three quarter or something like that? So, I mean, he's going to stick yeah. around trying try and train up. Which I really, I like that idea. I like that he was just yeah. like, okay, bye. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Um, so, I'm yeah. excited to see how this affects uh, the parks and stuff like that because I'm really into all that. So we'll see. Especially when Galaxy's Edge just launched and aren't they doing a Marvel thing yes. in California? Yes, they are doing uh, Marvel. They're doing a I believe in Florida. They're, well, so Disney World is launching its uh, it's its 50th year anniversary next year, so they're doing all kinds of upgrades down there. Um, yeah, there's a, all the international parks. There's a lot going on that they're kind Maybe of... Maybe that's why they picked them. him. Maybe they thought that the entertainment side had come back since Iger and was in a good spot with the acquisitions of, you know, 21st Century Fox mm-hmm. and... Lucasfilm and Marvel and Pixar and that all that kind of stuff the launch of Disney Plus was all in a good spot that we could have a see they could bring in a CEO that was more focused on the parks now for a bit. Yeah, I, I think the parks are pretty strong, but I think there's a lot that still needs, especially international, where most of their parks mm. just started making a profit and they've been around since like the eighties. <laughs> so like, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot in Disney that he's gonna have to handle. So uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'm sure we'll be talking about it as it happens. Now, that is the end of the news that I have. We're running quite long now. Yes, of uh, course we are. Do else have any actual new stuff before we talk about our movies? No. Um, actually, no. No. All right, let's talk about the movies. movies First of all, please. Mike, you watched mm-hmm. Marriage Story. We had an Adam yes. Driver theme. What did you think of that, Mike? It was actually really good. It was so good. I liked, liked it. it. Did you cry? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Um, like the squid and the whale, that was about parents' divorce, kids experiencing through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel a connection with the kid because uh, uh, I was like a teen when I, I, I was a teen when my parents broke up. So the squid and the whale is more like my thing. With Marriage Story, I didn't mm-hmm. see the connection with the kid. And did you see my tweet about Marriage Story? Uh, I think so, but it I think was, it, was it, was, it was a while so ago. I forgot. I did so, see your tweet, so but it was a while I'm ago. I'm watching it, and the first like five minutes, in you know, because because Adam oh, Driver's yeah. like talking about Scarlett Johansson and how she's like so wonderful. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's a sea in the grass, oh, yeah. and they're playing, and the damn kid has a um, Roland Emmerich Godzilla Zilla toy he's playing with. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. who? Pick that up as a prop to, for the movie. Like, is this set in the nineties? Like, what the hell's going on here? Nobody else. Nobody has picked yeah, up yeah. on it. Not even IMDb. Like, I'm the only one that notices this shit. Um, yeah, that's it funny. is. Um, but no, but the, it's such. 
it is such a touching touching i don't think it is uh because it's very heart-wrenching because it like it's seeing the two parallels like drifting apart like it's rough but like adam driver is his best in this dear god he acts his ass out in this god he's he is so, so good. And, and scarlett johansson so good. And, this awesome. is like, and this is scarlett johansson's best yeah best performance like i i i yeah. This is, this is way below, below um, above Jojo Rabbit, to be honest. This is like, I've seen yeah, her. I agree. Oh my gosh, she, like, I've seen her act in movies. This is like, she she felt like, and, She's and acting. the thing is, like, behind the scenes, if you look up on it, they, um, they're, they were contracted, like, Scarlett Johansson was, like, into, the, in the movie because, she was going through a divorce at that moment. So she knows the feeling oh. of going through it. That's why Noah, I think that's probably why Noah did that. Cause she was going through divorce at the same time as they were producing the film. So I was like, Oh, that kind of connects really well. No, but it was, it was, uh, Oh man. But then, uh, towards the end, like I so said, let's, let's talk about the ending. Cause nice. Ending. It was just like, um, Halloween and it's very like mutual because they're sharing the kid and they're kind of having this like kind of shared parenting thing moment going and it's like you take the kid because oh but it's it's your night just take the kids fine they just walk off into distance when the credits roll it's like all right that's uh it's not like it's a abrupt ending it's just like yeah, that's that, that's uh, no. that's uh, how the story should end. It's like, yeah, it's, slice it's a, and a life. It's a slice of life movie, yeah. basically. Yeah, and to be frank, I guess I feel a lot of people. I had such a weird reaction to this movie because mm. it broke me, but also I felt I saw a lot of people that were like, "Oh, the ending was so heartbreaking," and I don't think it was supposed to. Be I thought the I thought the ending was almost the Hopeful. happiest version of what could have happened there. Yes. Uh, that could have gone much, much worse. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, I really, I love that movie. Sure. I, I want to watch it again, but I'm not sure. Oh, no. Uh, it, it, this is, it, it's a one-time viewing for me. Like, I don't think I can watch and repeat viewing. Same with Square and the Whale. Like, it's just like, okay, yeah. I'm done. Noah, you, mm-hmm. you're doing good. I want to check out your other films. These two, I am done. One and done, as they say. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's great. Uh, Sarah. Okay. You watched the report. I'm okay. I have lots to say. So I'll okay. try. Right, what did you think? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So I literally, we just watched this movie yep. before we started recording. Um, I had no idea what this movie was about. At, yeah. at all. Um, I didn't look look it up or anything. I knew it had to do something about a report. <laughs> um, but I wasn't, like, I had no idea. Um, oh my god. <laughs> this yeah. movie is so good. It's so Yes! It's so yes! good. I'm it's- so happy you think that. Because I, I, a lot of people, when I talked about it with them, they were like, it was so boring. I can... Which I understood, but at the same time, they were like, God, I was so frustrated watching. And I was like, that's yes, the point. That's, that's the, the point. point of the movie. You get so frustrated and you're so mad, but you're like, God, they want me to be mad. And they it's, want me to be frustrated. It's slow. Kind of. I don't, there's, 
it fly the beginning flies. And yeah. then there's a point where it kind of slows down, but then it picks up again. Um, it, this movie was not what I was expecting. I actually was expecting it to be a lot drier and slower than it was. I expected it to be... Because I really like the way it's formatted. Um, I mean, like, so it's about the... Which I... <laughs> I'm a bad American. had no idea <laughs> about this. Um... It's about the terrorist report CIA covered up in the tapes that they deleted after 9-11. Yeah. Um, and it's all about Adam Driver's character, you know, um, listening to the tapes and then putting together this report of it against a trial that they're trying for to build. Years. The Senate's trying for, for, he works on it for literally like 10 years. <laughs> And it was supposed the the tapes took him two years to listen to to find and put together, and then they wanted him to work on the report for like they said oh, it's, it's just going to take a year. It took him five years to write this. It was seven thousand pages of this yeah. report that he wrote that him and other people ended up being him and this one guy at the end put together. Um, and they kind of cut it back and forth. it jumps around with time. A and you get to go back and see what they're referencing, which I thought was really interesting. Like I liked uh-huh. that it played out, and you got to see there's um, you see torture in yeah. this movie. It's intense. Um, there's a lot of great people in this movie that show up for a scene that I'm like, oh my yeah. god, like it's this guy, like I'm... his wife's in it. Oh yeah, the, yeah, um, the girl that goes up to him in the restaurant, uh, Joanne Tucker. That's his really wife. Really great. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's great. It's a very understated. I feel like Adam Driver. Um, he's so good. He's so good because he has Marriage Story, where Marriage Story kind of uh, the script. I think um, asked more of you to do that, like stage kind of acting uh-huh. in a movie where this is very like real life. You know what I'm saying? Like more real yeah. life person, but he delivers some great passion adam driver scenes that i love to see him get super passionate um and that betting's great it's so good i was getting so angry i was watching it at first on my eye or on my phone uh-huh. to my husband and he's like what are you watching and i was like oh this is important time driver he's a huge adam driver fan okay um and i kind of told him what it was about and he was like oh let's put it on i was like okay so it's a slow it seems like it's going to be a little slow. He's like, okay. It's not the type typical movie that we watch together. So I was like, okay. Uh-huh. He really enjoyed it. I asked him several times. I'm like, do you want to keep watching? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm really invested in this. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, I was getting frustrated, which is the point. The movie clearly takes a side. He yeah. to portray it this one way. So I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm getting very influenced against the CIA. Like I'm very angry, which I think is the point. Um, yeah, I'm just, I was, I was getting so frustrated and he was like, that's the point. Like, it's supposed to be gray. Like it's, it's supposed to be like, yeah, you want to torture these people that did the terrible thing, but at the same time, like that's not humanely. Okay. Like it's, it's, it it asks it asks a lot of ethical questions. It's really good. I recommend people watch it. Um, I get where people say it's slow. It does slow down a little bit, but it it's not it's not your straightforward courtroom yes. case drama, which I thought it was. It's so so good. 
You know what I mean? Like, which I thought yeah. that's what, you know, great. <laughs> like, this is so good. Um, and it showcases that frustrating side of our history that wasn't too long ago. So it's. Yeah, no, it's not long ago. Not literally, I think it ends in like 2015. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that long ago. It's no, just such it's, a frustrating movie. It when is, you come out of it. And you're like, I hated that. But at the same time, you hated the experience, but you're like, that's the point. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed watching the movie, but the whole time. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like you hated the. I hate this. The actions of. Yes, exactly. I hate that. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I recommend it. I would probably. I don't know if I. I don't know. Um, Give me a couple years. (laughs) We'll see. Um, what about you, Sean? What was your Adam Driver movie? I watched Logan Lucky, recommended to me by Mike. Can I guess if you liked it or not? Go for it. I'm going to say you did. What do you think, and, Mike? Uh, you've seen it, right, Sarah? No. Oh, you haven't? Okay. No. It's on Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Mike, do you think I liked uh, L- Logan Lucky? Oh, you loved it. I fucking loved this movie. I knew it. Oh my god, oh. it was so good. I loved this movie. Uh, Channing Tatum, Daniel Craig mm-hmm. was fantastic at it. You sucked up my arm. <laughs> oh, Adam Driver, I loved him yep. in this movie. Yep. I thought he was great. Now, at the end, when it reveals what really happened, mm-hmm. I was like, I, I'm not going to, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, it is such a good movie. Channing Tatum is fantastic mm-hmm. in it. Yep. And I mean, Channing Tatum, whenever you get to see Channing Tatum shine, it's always a pleasure because he can do it, mm-hmm. but we don't get to see it super often. Yeah. So yeah, I just, I absolutely loved the movie. I loved the ending. I loved all the characters. I see, I was watching uh, Daniel Craig and I was like, this was his training for Benoit Blanc. Mm-hmm. That's, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I loved that. That ending that ending was great. Uh, the beginning was great. I loved the relationship between Channing Tatum and his daughter. I thought it had a whole lot of heart. I just, I loved the movie. I loved it. It was great. Mike, I'm so happy you made me watch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Steven Soderbergh uh, does really good. I mean, he's the guy who did Ocean's yeah. Eleven, so he did that same kind of model here, but you took it to the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and it was just NASCAR and heist. Oh, it was like, so- oh, man so good and it, it was so funny and like the comedy bits in this and so funny and you know what i i wasn't expecting seth MacFarlane to be in this either he yeah no and i didn't realize it was him until i looked up the cast list i know really yep he's he's, yeah. in it. he's wearing like a little mustache and then sebastian stands as well yes i i recognize him yep. immediately hillary swanks in this film um what was it? Katie Holmes is in this film. It's such a great cast. Oh, yeah, this is from. I'll have to watch it. It's from 2017, so it was a really. Oh, I need to watch it again because. Uh, it was on my watch list. I don't know why I never got around to it. It's been a hot second since I've seen it. It's, it's really it's good. So you should watch it. Good. Right, I will. One of Steve Silverberg's best movies. So, with that being said, we are not picking more movies tonight. Instead, next week for the release of Disney or Pixar, <laughs> Pixar's Onward, we are going to be making our top 10 Pixar movies list. Mm-hmm. That'll be next oh, Friday. Man. I gotta watch so, the Pixar movies. Yep. So, with that in mind, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's, what, that's what's up for yo, next yo, week. Yo, so, yo, I guess that. Yo, 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 that's what's up. Songs, Pixar movies. Yes. Yes. 
yes. as we discuss our topic. 100%. Yep. So, you guys can find this show and others on the Merc with the Movie blog feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, and Overcast. You can also follow Merc with the Movie blog on Twitter with at Movie Blog Merc, and Movie Blog Merc is also, I believe, the Anchor handle yes, thing. Yes, it is. So, Mike, where can the listeners find you? Oh, the listeners can certainly find me on Ooh. Instagram and on Twitter at Mike. I just uploaded uh, on instagram a new picture which is my new tattoo so if you want to check this my tattoo on there check it out there um but sean and i do a podcast all into the grid like i said before um we are taking a break like we said coming back a month later boom uh check it out at anchor.fm slash into the grid and follow us on twitter at go to the grid and like we said before if you want to check out the Cayman rider podcast i'm working on uh which is coming out in a couple of weeks that is, we don't have an anchor link yet, but I will give you the anchor link very, very soon. But check out the Twitter. Uh, we just pinned a coming soon tweet of the date, like Sean said. It's at Rider Die Podcast on Twitter. And yeah, that is all about me. Sarah, where can the listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at S. Seabock, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. You can find me on this feed doing my Go Get That Rose about the Bachelor recap. We have so much more Bachelor shows uh, until September. They just announced, Mike brought up that they just announced a senior version where they're casting like 65 or 50 something and older. Uh, So that's going to be interesting. So uh, yeah, you can Listen to all all our thoughts on that insane uh, uh, franchise there. And then also, I, I mean, Sean's probably going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up first. Ah, today we dropped, or our producer dropped the first episode of the Harry Potter review show called... <laughs> yeah, he messaged me and he was like, do we need a name? And I was like, do we need a name? And he was like, what about through the port key? And I was like... Sure. I love like, that. Do I need to edit it into all of the episodes? I was like, no, nah, that's not worth that much work. <laughs> nah, just start, nah, nah, nah. We'll start using it. Nah, <laughs> um, nah, 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 yes, through the port key. Yes. Go And the first one is Sorcerer's Stone, which I'm not. <laughs> and, You're not on that episode. Yeah, I know, but I'm still going to plug it. Go listen to it. I'm on yes, the next one. <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. You guys can also listen to me, like Sarah said through the port key mike said into the grid and you guys can also i'm going to be retweeting it i'm going to record it probably not tonight because it's late now but Mm. i'm going to record it tomorrow my friend brendan and i have been going through the uh we've been going through the stars of clone wars episodes as they release we did one last week we're going to do one for this week's episode so you can i'm going to post that on my anchor and then retweet it on my twitter so you can listen to that and then once this arc is over, so in two weeks, once the Bad Batch arc is finished, Jay Wade and I will be doing a overall review of the first four episodes on this feed. So you guys can check out all of that, and it's so very exciting. So thank you guys for joining us. We don't have an outro, do we? Bye! Bye! See you next week, bye! We'll see you when we go beyond the screen. When we go into the... Fuck, wait! (laughs) Beyond the screen, screen, screen.